Over 60,000 songs are added to Spotify every day, and I'm here to make sure you don't miss any of the good ones. From independent artists just starting out to seasoned vets in the industry, this interview-style podcast highlights artists whose music you don't want to miss. Make sure to follow along to the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist to hear tracks from artists featured on the show. Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti, and you're listening to Music You're Missing, and today we're talking to Courtney Govan. Courtney Govan is an independent queer pop singer from San Diego, California, with over 530,000 followers on TikTok. Her song, Serotonin, went viral on the platform and landed Courtney her first Spotify editorial playlist, Fresh Finds Pop Best of 2021. She just dropped her newest single, Out of the Blue, and it is the perfect anthem to listen to as we undergo this season change. And guess what? She is racking up the editorial Spotify placements with this track. So wonderful things are coming Courtney's way, and I cannot wait to chat with her. But first... I got to tell you that you can see Courtney's lovely face on the cover of the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist right now. Out of the Blue is streaming at the number one spot, so go give it a follow. And while you're following things, would you mind taking a quick second to rate Music You're Missing five stars on whatever platform you're listening to it on? The more five-star ratings we get, the higher chance we get playlisted, which in turn gives more exposure to these amazing artists. So please, it would be uh, gratefully appreciated. That being said, I'm going to I'm gonna end it with a self-promo, and I am very excited to introduce to you Courtney Govan. I was in Vegas for two years. That's funny. I was actually in Vegas for the first time ever a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the Grammys, actually. <laughs> um, oh, okay, boosh. It was like... I fell in love with Vegas. It's so fun. I love Vegas. Vegas has always been like a like really cool place in my life because my um my mom lived out there for a lot of her like college years. Like her family was out there, but she went back and forth between Vegas and San Diego and I keep doing the same thing. So I'm like, but I'm I am I am here. I just closed on a condo out here and I'm like Congratulations. Yeah, you want to talk about you. bougie. You're a homeowner. You- <laughs> uh, uh, on the record could, could not have done it without my mother like no way shape or form i was like <laughs> i had a moment Thanks, mom. i had a quick moment of being like do i want to own a home and then i was like i can't afford that <laughs> i have too yeah, much of my, a lifestyle on the weekends that i i couldn't afford my mortgage it, literally my mom was kind of like we were just talking about it And it was kind of just like an idea I had because I knew I wanted to move back to San Diego. But I was like, I don't want to pay California rent. And also, I don't expect anyone in my life to be paying my rent for me. So that's why I'm staying out here right now. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I am not closed off to the idea if it's something we did together as an investment for your future and for our family's future. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Dang, give her my business card. Right. I was like, okay, mom. Okay, mom. I'm trying to invest. Right. She was like, you're going to pay your mortgage like it was rent, but at least now it's a mortgage instead of rent. Isn't that crazy that we're at like that point in our lives? Yeah. Like I fully am a child in my brain. Like I I can't even believe that I'm at a point where I was even contemplating having a mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. I just door dashed a bagel (laughs) and I'm like... Like the things I'm dealing with in my life right now, I'm like bagel mortgage makes sense. Cool, cool. That's so funny. Also, me being like, mm, no, if I DoorDash a bagel, it's ten dollars. I can't do that. And then like I'll go out and I'll be like, oh, one beer is like seventy five dollars. Yeah, it's cheap. 
You're like, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> like, I, I might as well. Yeah. See, where it gets me is the dash pass. Oh, where it's whoa, like, tell me, tell it, me more. So, like, I have it. It's like $10 a month, and it basically takes away all your service fees. And I was like, but here's where they get you. Uh, I only uh, wanted one bagel. I only wanted one bagel with schmear. <laughs> and they were like, if you spend $2.50 more, you'll activate the Dash Pass. And I was like, well, I guess I have to get a second bagel now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because then I'll save money. That's, so I, I have two bagels. That's a good point. I feel like adulting is just um, navigating all these little like save here spend here there it's just a yes. bunch of little tricks that honestly yes. none of them are real like it, we're just all losing I think this, <laughs> this is pessimistic we're just all losing all the time but like we're tricking our brains into not thinking it we're all you know what we're just out here trying we're all taking l's even if they don't feel like l's so it's like whatever at this point <laughs> i got a bagel i'm happy to be here so i'm just excited hey and we're happy to have you here which brings me to a question that i want to talk about you're on a yeah. social media break right now Yes, I am. I envy you. I definitely <laughs> need to do that. I feel like for me, you know, it's it's like the thing I struggle with the most is just I'm mindlessly scrolling and I don't even care about half the shit that I see. What yeah. inspired the break for you? So there's a quite a bit that did. And um, I kind of just have been doing a lot of soul searching on myself in the mm. last couple weeks. And I realized that like, kind of like you just said, a lot of the time I'm mindlessly scrolling and then I find myself comparing myself to people who put content out that day. And then if I didn't put content out that day, I'm now beating myself up because mm -hmm. I'm obviously not trying hard enough in my craft and in my field. And I'm like, all right, Miss Self-Deprecation, like <laughs> I didn't invite you to this party. I don't want you to be here. I'm in between therapists right now, so I need to be my own support system. And the number one thing, like everything kind of just fell into place. My sister was in town and I haven't like seen her in a while. So it was like, you know what? I don't wanna be focusing on, did I post today? Did I not post today? I'm really proud of everything I've done in the last month and a half. Mm -hmm. And instead of focusing on, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Which I am already doing on the back end because this is my career and my passion and my dream. Like I already know like eight more steps in front of me. I was like, I think you just need to sit in it for a second and post when you want to. Cause like, I know me, I know myself. If I tell myself I can't do something, I'm going to fixate on wanting to do something. Yes. So I'm on a break. But I also have posted a couple times because I'm also realizing I wasn't consuming social media as a consumer anymore. And I missed that part of it. Yeah. So it's like, wow, that's, that was on, a great quote also, by the way. I've, I've right? definitely experienced that recently as well. I'm either mindless or I'm like, mm, I can do this, but better. Exactly. Or how can I do something like this? Right. And I think we have to feel that or we have to think that way in this industry. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to think, how can I top my last viral video? How can I be better than I was yesterday? But also, did you give yourself time to appreciate where you were yesterday before you woke up with this mindset? And I can like full fully with my whole heart say I was not supporting myself the way that I should have been. So I don't even I don't even know what happened. Maybe it I don't. Oh, my God, I'm so cheap. out of the blue. It came out of the blue. Courtney. <laughs> you don't know how it happened. Um, 
I just realized that I wasn't doing this properly for myself. Like everything was there. Like the hard work was there. The ideas were there. The joy was there. The love of doing it was there, but the celebration wasn't. And the, the time and space to be gentle with myself wasn't there. And I was like, I need that. She needs to, she needs to be here or none of this is going to be good for me in the long run. I so. actually had a great therapy session today. And that, that's so funny that you bring that up because that's literally what we talked about today is like, what's the point of, you know, stretching yourself so thin if you can't reap the benefits of the things exactly. that you're doing. And I was exactly. like, and then I was like, all right, well then I'll, I'll like schedule in time to like be appreciative. But then you're like, it, right. you can't schedule things because that adds stress no. to it. So I, I've um, decided we're just going to put it on our to-do list. It doesn't need to yes. go anywhere specific, but it's just there. So you kind of remind yourself every day to like exactly. kind of be a little, a little present. Yeah. Speaking of coming out of the blue, by the way, yeah. Congrats on the track. First of all, you owned my for you page. Like every time I clicked it, it and which is perfect. I think that I just I love the writing in it, the chorus out of the blue. I love how you use it so uniquely. Like it's not like usually out of the blue means Thank like you. so randomly, but in this right. terminology, you're coming out of like not a great time. Um, right. I I think that's so creative. And then sonically, it just sounds like how I know, like I know what you want me to feel when I listen to that song and you did it. Right. Like I feel that That's way. That's so rad. That's so rad. I, I honestly like this song was such a, like I, a, a lightning experience, you know, like I, I've heard people in interviews and just artists I admire talk about experiences that they don't really know how to put into words. Mm -hmm. And going into this session um, to write this song was really just a hey i'm in la i'm meeting my amazing best friend slash writing partner jules brave for the first time because we were pandemic friends isn't that so weird also that meeting someone that you've been so close with online right and it was like nothing but like she invited me into a session that she already had scheduled because they didn't have anything like set in so stone on the on like what they were going to do so I go in and then I meet the incredible Zach Sorgan, who was on Songland. Um, and then the producers in the room were Tony and Mooney or Moonier Gantos. Uh, they're called the Moon Tones. And all of us were just sitting in the room and Jules goes, OK, what are we going to write today? And we're looking through like our notes, like every songwriter does. You know, they're like, oh, I wrote this while I was eating my bagel today. It popped into my head, you know, like like stupid, real stuff like that. And Jules goes, I have no context for this, but I've always wanted to write a song called Out of the Blue. And I was like, I love that. And she was like, yeah, and I want to add a double meaning to it. And all of us were like, all hail the brain of Jules Brave. Um, we were like, yes, because that was where I was in my mental health space. I was really trying to help myself come out of a weird spot for me in my brain. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love this idea of coming out of something, not knowing how you're going to get out of there, but you're moving away from it. And all of a sudden you wake up one day and it's happened. You don't really have the answers, but it's there and you know how you feel. And that's how you know you've moved on. And we wrote the song like in eight hours. Everything you guys hear was done in eight hours that day. Wow. Like that's it. <laughs> I, I really love what you said is just like kind of all of a sudden everything is yeah. okay. 
I feel like that's yeah. really how it how it is. Like, yeah, there's so much time in the blue, if you will. And then yes. one day you're just like, oh, my God, I forgot to be sad today. I forgot to be stressed out. Right. Right. And I, I think the theme of my life over the last couple days, hours, weeks, months has just been be gentle with yourself. Time, time will heal stuff. Mm -hmm. Time will heal all pain. I know that's a bit contrived, but time, time isn't finite. You know, like you could be fine in a week and not be fine in a month. You could be fine in three months and be devastated again in a year. Mm -hmm. But the, the purpose is that you're the point is that you're moving forward. And I am currently listening to Out of the Blue in a whole new perspective right now. So it's right. like it's really fun as as the author to have my life move on and move and continue and then listen to my work and have it hit different. You know what I mean? So that's so freaking cool. That's kind of cool to like have an archive of like almost a diary to yourself. Like, I, I mean, is. there are music, there are songs that I turn to, like when I want to get out of the blue, if you will. And yeah. you have like something directly about that. That's awesome. Are, are there any other songs or artists that you tend to listen to and you want to like pump up? Yes. Um, so Lay them I, on me. I'm like, I, I'll, about, I'll hit you with it. I, I have a couple playlists that are just my playlists that I don't have public. One of them is called Wallow Wallow. <laughs> And um, the other one is Stop Wallow Wallow. <laughs> and it's pretty much just like a mixture of like the discography is of like Lennon Stella, Maggie Rogers. I'm I'm not a very intense, feel sad, feel happy kind of girl. Okay. Um, I like I like chill vibes, you know, because I I think for me, my feelings feel really intense and out of control that I like my music to be like the antithesis of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like telling me to calm down while also being like, it's okay to cry. Like you're going to be okay. And also stop crying. Yeah. You're going to be fine. You know? So those are my two, like my go-to people. Also, um, there's a cover. Oh my God. No, it's not a cover. Excuse me. That's it's not a cover. There's a song called Control by Natalie Taylor that has been my like go to comfort song since I was like 15, 16. I'm definitely. It literally to to just yeah, it just it literally just says let go of control. Like that's the whole chorus. Really? And it's like whenever I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling like I'm into like in my head too much, it just tells me like let go. It's like, let go of control. Oh, 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 oh. Like, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. That was beautiful to hear, by the way, these headphones. <laughs> I had like a studio, it sounded like. Uh, <laughs> Natalie Taylor, if you're listening to this, I love you. So. I know, I will have to, I'll have to look that up. I um, Do you know the artist Queen Herbie? Oh, I love Queen Herbie. Okay. Yes. So yes. I'm like, the, her music is hilarious. Okay. I, I mean, am it's I so good? It's genius. It's it's genius. It, her song "Sugar Daddy." Like, am I the yes. key demographic for that? Not quite. But do I relate <laughs> to a lot of her lyrics? Yes. There's a song that she has called "Farewell," um, and one of the lyrics is, uh, "Give yourself some credit. Self improvement takes some balls. Try to trust the process and be present for it all." And I love that line. Like, that's I love that because mm -hmm. it's okay, like wait you, i need to yeah, write, i'm gonna write it down. i need to write this down i'm gonna <laughs> listen to this the second we're done with this call wow i i think you just gave me my new theme song oh my god if that inspires hey. you to write a song give me, <laughs> give me writing credits 
<laughs> no, I'm just oh, kidding. Fine. You get like a, a half point. <laughs> 0% royalties. That's okay. Uh, so bringing it back to out of the blue, I think yes. um, it's coming at such a great time too, because I, f- I find myself pretty much every year. It, it's what is it? May, April, end of April, whatever. I it's, have no idea. <laughs> end of April. I dead ass. Like, I'm not even just saying this to be silly on, on a podcast. I did not know what the year was yesterday. I like was like, is it 2022 or 2021? Like I literally had to take a moment. I was like, oh, it's 2022. It's okay. I forgot I was 26. I dead ass told someone I was 24 and I went, that's not right. <laughs> but I didn't correct myself and I'll probably never see them again. So <laughs> yeah that's you're another, not alone that, we're in this together age too that's like it's it's too hard i i used to that's actually funny it brings up a whole other conversation i used to think it was weird when people didn't know like the ages of their siblings or parents i couldn't yeah. i don't know my dad's like i he's older than 30 i know that I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that i know actually i don't think i could tell you the exact age of my dad right now no and i could do math but i'm like a hundred that's not right <laughs> <laughs> God, you look great. <laughs> Hopefully I get those jeans. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like every like May or whatever, I feel like so happy. And I feel like I'm almost a completely different person because right. in the winter months, I literally like hunker down. I go out less. It's dark. I, the darkness is like <laughs> it takes over my body when it's dark at right. like 4 p.m. Do you feel that way? Do you get like seasonal, I don't want to say depression, but like seasonal? Well, I mean, I'm very open about my mental health. I have depression. Like I struggle with depression and anxiety. And I think absolutely like people can suffer with like seasonal depression and and also have chronic depression, but also people who have chronic depression or a chronic mental illness, it can also be heightened Mm -hmm. at, at certain times. And I definitely feel that in the winter months and even sometimes some of the summer months i don't know why um i definitely feel it i'm reading this book right now which is a goal for me because i'm not an avid reader um i've read the index so i'm <laughs> <laughs> prepping to read a book right now um kind of just talking about how like nature has a lot to do or like we can relate to nature a lot with um seasons that we go through in our lives and it was it, that's why it interested me because in the first couple pages it was just talking about how like in winter to spring you have all of these beautiful plants that are struggling to break through snow and debris and things that they have covered them physically throughout the winter and spring is the time that they are reborn and they they flourish and they bloom and that you know, people can be very very similar mm. and it just to grow and flourish with the roses and with the plants is a really wonderful way to just kind of welcome a new chapter of your life, especially if you've been feeling bogged down and like, not like yourself. So I'm excited to read it and I'll keep you updated. <laughs> well, yeah. What is it? What is the book called? You know, I can't even remember. It's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's I, I will send it to you in case you want to like included in a description or something but it i just found it yesterday at a store with my sister and it's like um kind of just like a guide to ancient uh, oh my gosh it was like a guide to ancient health in the modern era and like something that. like that yeah something like that it's something about self-care um using um ancient philosophy and things like that but also respecting it it's not like 
something you'd walk into Urban Outfitters and see. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's beautiful. The illustrations are aesthetic and make my heart happy, but also it it has a lot of depth to it, and I'm excited to read it. Interesting. So I feel like you you think very poetically and analytically. Do you think yes. that's because you're a writer, or do you think you were always like that and you turned into a writer? I think I was kind of always like that. I I I was the kid where everyone went in and like, can I cuss on this? I forgot. Oh my god! Yeah, please. Um, I was that kid where like I agree with this to an extent, but anyone who ever said this to me in a mean way, like fuck them, like. <laughs> I am a I I could be a pretty dramatic human being, but I think that when people call you dramatic, a lot of the times it's because they don't um, understand their feelings the way that you do. And I feel like I I know that I have a very like I feel very deeply, and I over the course of the last like ten years of my life have like worked in therapy on how to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, because communication is something I used to like really struggle with as a kid and it made things worse for me. So now my parents are like, wonderful, we understand your needs. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. Um, so I just think that I've always kind of been someone interested in analyzing things from a deeper perspective, but also there is a time and place, my friend. <laughs> yeah. There is a time and place. Like I'm not sitting here like, watching Bridgerton and going like, I wonder if there's any like theory we can like, like, can we analyze this from like a postmodern lens? Like, I'm like, no, I did that in college. I don't need to do it when I'm just trying to watch some good shows. You know yeah. what I mean? So I definitely think it aids me in songwriting, but it's, I think I was always a writer and I was always a deep thinker and they're just kind of going, Hey, I think we're friends. <laughs> I, I feel like, I myself am uh, pretty over analytical about most things. And I think you hit the nail on the head of like, sometimes it's got to get shut off. Like not everything is something. And even if it is something, it's like, let it be, (laughs) let it be. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. And that's literally what the Beatles meant. Or no, was it John Lennon? Was (laughs) both? I mean, they're the same thing. (laughs) Hey, have you ever been to Boston? No, never, never. I've had a Boston cream pie. That's funny because like I feel like those aren't even a thing in Boston, but well, a lot of the time people really say that. I, I've heard like Boston cream pie donuts, That's what I'm but I only like the innards. <laughs> so, so you like the cream? I like the cream, and not so much the nice. pie. <laughs> now let's analyze that one. <laughs> oh yikes! That could that could go down a a wild wild path. That's fucking funny. Um, Hey, you know what? We have some reason to celebrate, not only because you released Out of the Blue, but because it's getting picked up by Spotify editorial playlists. Yes, Congratulations. Thank you. How stoked are you about that? I was on my social media break <laughs> and I was at uh, this restaurant getting tacos with my sister and she went up to use the restroom and I was like, I'm going to check Spotify, like my artist page. Like I want to, I love looking at numbers. I think it's fun. Like whatever. So I open it and I was like, huh, I think something's happening. And for like people who don't have a Spotify for artist page, um, after your song is a week out, you don't get updates of what's happening in that day until the next day. So you're always a day behind in your analytics. Oh, I didn't Um, even know that. Does it still show you like the listening now? Yes. So that's the only thing that's like semi-current, but it's still like not exact, you know, Mm -hmm. but I opened it and I was like, huh, my listening now count has like 
kind of risen than what I'm used to seeing. And I was like, huh, I wonder if something's happening. And the only editorial playlists I have ever been on um, were Fresh Finds and Fresh Finds Pop back when I released Serotonin in 2021. And so I was like, I'm just... I'm just going to go look. I'm just going to go check. And I opened <laughs> I opened up Fresh Finds Pop and it was the fifth song Damn. on the playlist. And I just was like, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. Where's my sister? Where's my sister? Like, <laughs> Where are my tacos? I, 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 like, to, to give you a picture, I, I am sitting on a patio with like everyone around me is eating tacos, having great conversation. And I'm like screaming at my phone, but like also trying to like, not be a weirdo in public <laughs> and i'm like there is no one for me to share this excitement with i'm going to hold it and she walks out and i was like ariana <laughs> ariana i'm on fresh finds she was like what what does that mean is that good like is, is this good for you and i was like it's very good she's like, like do you want me to take a picture yeah and i was like no don't take a picture like just be here and she was like okay and then like 10 minutes later i was like can you take a picture <laughs> But it was wonderful, and and now it it gets to be a memory that I got to share with my sister, and that was just incredible. And it's still there, and I it just doesn't feel real, but it does, you know. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I feel so lucky. I know how many people work towards that, and I just like I I, I don't know. I feel proud of myself with and without it, mm -hmm. but it just it feels very good. I mean, I definitely, I feel like that's a a huge thing that we talk about on this podcast a lot is like just you know validation is great but but right. i feel like so many people brush it off like it is great to feel validated and getting on an editorial playlist that's like that's validation like th that's, that's the key player in the sweet. industry yeah it feels really nice it feels really really nice and it just it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside <laughs> heck yeah well you know that being said we got out of the blue out. I know you literally just said that you're doing a break, but I'm going to actually just pull you out of that for a second. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what do we got going on? What, what What's coming next? Okay. So I, I'm going to say this specifically so that people can be mad at me if I change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a song that I teased in October um, called Stay Still. Okay. And I feel really bad because I put it out and people really liked it and i went like this <laughs> because i was just not in the space to work on it and i didn't feel like explaining that to people you know what i mean but like yeah. i wanted it to exist so uh it right now is currently at like 500 and something thousand views on my tiktok and it's pinned so i took like i have it pinned so people know i haven't forgotten about it and i talked with my other producer pascal paul a couple days ago and I was like that one's next like it has to be next um I have a couple other things that I'm lining up to like release this year but I was like I cannot put out anything else until I finish stay still because mm -hmm. they will have my head on a fork like I can't do this to them I always told myself I wouldn't do this to the people who support me and I just don't want to do it <laughs> so stay still is coming next um, I do not know when I'm hoping like my goal is like next two, three months, okay. like within the summer energy. Um, and I am shooting. I I can pretty much guarantee that you will see at least three more releases from me this year. So very busy, very busy gal. You're, you're hearing it first. You can hold me to it. You can hound me if I'm not posting about it. You go, Courtney, <laughs> I'll Courtney DM where you. is it? I'll be like, Brockton. <laughs> okay. So. I mean, that's really nice, though, to have that support um, from the fans to kind of get yeah. you motivated to work on it. I, I they, if I they can't really be motivated, do feel like friends, you know, yeah, 
they feel like friends. And I think the coolest thing is I am very, it's interesting because I think a lot of people use social media however they want to. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's a tool. For me, social media has been more than just a tool for my career. It has like made me feel less alone. And I have this like group of people that started as one or two. And now it's like way more than that. And I can go on there and say, hey, guys, I'm feeling really burnt out. I'm going to show you guys some home renovation stuff for a while. Or I'm going to do this, this, and this. And half the comments are filled with, you take as much time as you need. We're never going away. And seeing stuff like that like makes me cry because it makes me feel so seen you know as a human like they don't just see me as someone who is just mass producing music for them and like granted maybe some people are like hurry up bitch like where's more (laughs) like I want more like I get you I want more too like I'm sitting here like Lennon Stella where the fuck is more music like we got fancy I want more like you know what I mean like (laughs) I feel it I feel the energy but if I was ever face to face with her I'd be like you take all the time you need like 10 years fine I'll wait like it's chill, right? So to actually see people giving me that same kindness mm-hmm. is just like I can't say I don't feel like I deserve it because I'm sitting here and I like I feel like I deserve it. Just I like mean, they deserve kindness. That's also from me awesome. Well. That's like a, a key pillar in in the whole independent artist thing is not just getting a lot of people to listen to you, but getting the right people to listen to you and having the right, right fan base that'll, you know, stick with you right. through your whole career. That's congrats. Thanks. I love them. I love them so much. It's it's wonderful. Well, Courtney Calvin, this was wonderful chatting with you. Um, I'm so excited for the new music. I'm definitely still bumping out of the blue. Um, what else before we go? Like, do you have any shows lined up? No. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> shows, um, shows are something that I take very seriously. Mm-hmm. And also they give me the most anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just like, I mean, people don't really know this about me, but like I've been writing music since I was really young and I knew I wanted to release music when I was like 14, 15 years old. I didn't release my first song seriously until 2020. And I've just always been really picky and I like to protect myself and I like to protect my work. Mm-hmm. And I think in the last two years, I've been able to surround myself with people that also want to protect me and the show aspect of it is going to take a lot of personal self-work because I I just I get stage fright you know and I don't want to book all these shows and then cancel all of them because I'm having panic attacks every night you know so back to the theme of being gentle with myself I'm getting more and more excited the more I'm putting out music to sing these for people Mm -hmm. And I can feel it coming and I know I'm going to love it. And I can feel that I'm getting there and pushing through some mental blockage that I've had for the last couple of years. Um, and I don't know when that's going to happen, but someone's going to help me figure it out. And my team's going to help me figure it out and people in my life. And it will happen soon. I don't hey, know when. I don't have dates, but it will happen. As Queen Herbie said, try to trust yeah. the process and be present for it all, my friend. Exactly. And I'm, I am, I can say without a shadow of the doubt, I am present. I am here and I am so freaking happy to see what's next. Hell yeah. That was Peter. <laughs> note that that was a, that was a beautiful ending. That was a beautiful segue. <laughs> um, this has been amazing. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much guys. And enjoy the rest of your night. 